Real quick driven mofos, you know I don't run any advertising or sell anyone else's shit on this podcast. So the only thing that I'll ever ask from you is that you help me get this podcast out to more people and spread the word by rating and reviewing this podcast. I promise it will only take 10 seconds, so please rate and review if you haven't already done so. And thank you in advance. I mean, this was such a powerful question that really changed it all for me. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is for the driven mofos out there who are driven to achieve more in life and business. After studying 1,457 of the world's most successful people in different fields and spending over $1 million on coaches, consultants, and seminars, I wanted to share with you the key learnings, lessons, tips, tools, and strategies that have not only made them super successful, but have also allowed me to go from the kid who was put into special classes, getting kicked out of school and wanting to end my life, to becoming the mental performance coach to some of the country's most successful people and helping me to grow multiple businesses. I want to help all of those out there who have been underestimated to prove their doubters wrong and to help them to achieve more than they could possibly imagine. I hope you enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to talk about two key questions that may change your life because they changed mine and they've changed a lot of other people's. So let's discuss them. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. I'm going to quickly talk about two key questions today, which I would love for you all, everyone who's listening, to answer these two questions and maybe even grab out a journal or a pen and a paper or a notepad. Now, when I talk about journaling, I'm not talking about a dear diary fucking thing. I'm talking about a notepad that I personally use, which I call my journal, which just allows me to write down thoughts and ideas and just get stuff out of my head. That's what a journal is. Most people say I've got to go and buy a journal, but what you need to go and buy is just a notebook that allows you to write in and you can keep those thoughts. So I would recommend that you go get a pen and paper or go get your journal and write down these two questions and then answer them in detail over a month and see what happens, even a week. I guarantee they'll change your life. So the first question that someone asked me ages ago was that if money was no object, what would you do with your life? What would life look like? And so I started writing that and designing the life that I thought I wanted. Now, back then I thought I wanted big super yachts and you know private jets and all that sort of stuff. These days I'd still love a private jet so I can fly around the world and do what I do. But back in those days, I think I was a bit delusional. I didn't really want to work. I wanted to be financially free where I never had to work again. I could just travel around the world and hang out with people and so on. What I've realized is that that was a bit of a delusion. So over time, this has become more obvious to me, but I ask this question consistently of myself. This question I was asked a long time ago. The more recent question helped me shape some of my decisions a lot more recently as well. So the first question was, what would I do if money was no object? You know, like I said, I thought I wanted all this amazing shit, which I didn't really want. It was just a delusion. But over time, now if I answer that question, what I would do if money was no object is that I would build companies. I would reinvest the money back into companies and build more companies. I would build businesses that help people perform better because that is my mission. That's what I'm born to do. I would also travel around the world and work with some of the biggest speakers, the top experts. I would probably have them on my podcast. And that's what's starting to shape the direction of the company now. So that's question number one. I highly recommend that you go and answer that question in detail and set aside time in six months again to spend half a day and answer that question again and do it every six months, at worst a year. The next one is, what would you do if you couldn't fail? Actually, I'm gonna throw a third question in there, but this is the second one. What would you do if you couldn't fail? Okay, what would life look like? If you could just go and do anything and you know you wouldn't fail, what would you do? Now go and journal that every six months as well and see if those answers are the same. You know, if money was no object, what would I do? And if I couldn't fail, what would I do? As those two questions start to align or as the answers to those two questions start to align, you really start to get clear about what you're driving towards within your own life. 
and I guarantee it will change your life forever if you actually spend the time to do it. Most people go, I should do this and you won't fucking do it, right? That's most people because most people give up before they start. Most people are lazy and complacent. They'll spend three hours watching TV per day, which is the average Australian viewing time of television. Now, some people sit here and listen and say, well, I don't spend three hours a day. But if you spend eight to 12 hours on a weekend watching sport, then you divide that up over a week, 100% you spend that amount of time on average per day watching television. It's a lot of time. You could be doing productive shit that helps you to achieve. Instead of watching someone else play sport and make money, you could be doing your own sport, as in what are you trying to tackle in life? You could be doing that and making money out of it. That's why I get pissed off now when someone says to me, oh, you're lucky because you've got a supercar. No, motherfucker, when you were watching sport on the weekends, eight to 16 hours every weekend, I was working. And I built this life because I chose to be the person who people watch, not the other way around. You know, I'm the producer. I want to produce shit. I want to create things. I don't want to sit there and watch other people create things. That's how I was able to do it. I know that some of you are probably going to get pissed at this, but my intention is not to upset anybody. It's just to say, if you really want to achieve great things in your life, you need to spend the time to do it. You need to be dedicated. You need to commit to those things and not try to fit in like most other people who are broke, who are just scavenging for scraps or crap in their own life. That's a bad, bad idea. If you haven't already seen my video that I did, I did about an hour video on the difference between bulls and what I call grazers. Grazers walk around nibbling on little shoots all the time and that's all they get. They're like fucking sheep. They just wander around and they just graze on shoots. But there's never enough food when you're just grazing. When you're a bull, you just run through shit in order to get what you want. Now, in life, you get to choose whether you're a bull and you run through things or whether you graze on scraps. Now, I would recommend not being a grazer. If you're sitting around doing what other grazers are doing, then eventually you're just going to nibble on scraps. And that's how most of society operates. If you're listening to this podcast, I would recommend instead of doing what everybody else does, spend the time, grab your journal and do things that are productive that help you to move forward in life. Not watching other people <laughs> achieve shit. Right now, I, I'm not saying don't listen to podcasts, don't read books. I'm not saying that you can't watch sport. Like if that inspires you, but it should inspire you to go out and do better in your life. Not what most people do. It gets them frustrated. It gets them upset. If their sports team wins this week, they're all excited. They're all happy. And then next week, their team loses and they're all pissed off. And then you spend three hours when you're at work arguing with other people at work over whose team's shit and whose team's not. And then everyone talks about whose team's doing what. Well, here's the thing. You can't change any of that stuff. Because the athletes who are getting paid a shit ton of money are going out there and they're doing it. They're playing the game. You're not playing the game. You're observing and then arguing about those who are playing the game. If you want to be a winner in life, you've got to play the game. You can't be an observer and then win in life. So my suggestion is spend time and really answer those two questions in depth and do them every six months. Spend a week answering those two questions, just a week. And spend an hour, maybe an hour and a half just doing it. I would recommend probably even spending half an hour to an hour straight after this podcast doing it if you've got time. If not, book it in your calendar later today or tomorrow and do it. Hi, Driven Mofos. You're probably aware that I've been working flat out on our social media presence to try to expand our community of Driven Mofos globally. I've been posting tons of free content to keep you inspired, driven, and working towards your goals. So if you haven't already followed and subscribed to all my social media channels, please make sure you do so as I post different content on different platforms. The links are available in the description of this podcast down below. The final question, and this is the third question. I'm going to throw this one in there. This was one that came up recently, which really helped me a lot. And it was, what would you do if you weren't afraid? And that one there hit, it hit hard. Because most people, including myself, are afraid of doing things because of how you might look, how you might be perceived. You know, I've been held back by that. I've been held back by playing safe because I'd already achieved a massive goal and that was to build a million dollar company. And then once I'd built a million dollar company, it grew a bit, but it just sort of stagnated at that, you know, couple of million dollar on average turnover per year for the last couple of years. And when I thought about it, when someone asked the question, 
What would you do if you weren't afraid? I went, shit, I'm playing safe. I'm playing safe because I'm comfortable. Instead of going bigger, I shouldn't be feeling comfortable. I should be feeling massively unsafe because I'm playing a safe game. Those who play safe are playing not to lose. When you play not to lose, you'll never win. Okay, most people don't realize that. When you play safe, you'll never win. If you look at the great sporting matches, they don't play safe, they play to win. Michael Jordan was celebrated because he didn't play to play safe. He wasn't thinking about winning an MVP. He wasn't thinking about winning you know, a tournament. He was thinking about winning the game, taking the match winning shot, making sure that he won every time he was on the court, that he made sure that he would do something that would help them win the game. That's all he thought about was winning. He didn't think about playing safe or playing not to lose. That's a really, really bad strategy for life. And most people, it's ingrained in their brain to play safe. When someone says to me, oh, things aren't that bad, your life is dog shit. Your life is dog shit because you're playing safe and you don't realize you're working towards retirement. You're going to spend 20 to 30 years doing nothing with your life and you're going to reflect back on that one day after you retire when you get six months, a month to live and you're going to go, I fucking wasted it. And you're going to hate yourself for it. Really, really, really bad strategy. Do not do that. Play hard. If you fail and go bankrupt, there are people out there who will help you up. Look, I've got friends of mine and they played hard and they went bankrupt. I was one of the first people to say, hey, how can I help? Let's get back on track. Let's fucking do this again. Because when you take risks, sometimes you fail. Yeah, get over it. The average population goes, oh, well, they went bankrupt. Motherfucker built a multi-million dollar company and he failed. That happens. Have another crack at it. Go again. They're going to build another multi-million dollar company because now they've got the knowledge of what doesn't work. This shit happens. Get back on the bike. Start riding that fucking thing again. But most people are sitting there criticizing the guy who went bankrupt or the girl who went bankrupt, but they've never built a business. They've never been in business. They're afraid. They're playing safe. They'd rather have a job. And there's nothing wrong with having a job, but don't criticize people who are trying because when you do that, you're never going to try because you're afraid of other people criticizing you. The way you talk about other people is the way you're afraid of other people talking about you. So when you criticize other people heavily, I guarantee you're going to be afraid of other people criticizing you. When you judge other people harshly about their mistakes, you're going to be afraid of making mistakes because other people will judge you harshly. They're a direct reflection of you. When you don't care, people will judge you and criticize you. And you're like, yeah, so what? Who gives a fuck? Because you don't care. You don't care. That's not the way you operate. So my point is that how would you play the game of life if you weren't afraid? And so if you're not afraid, what does life look like? I guarantee you'll probably play it differently if you answer those three questions, especially that last one. That one there changed the game for me. It really made me think differently because I was afraid of failing and I was afraid of making mistakes because I was also the person who was judging other people for making mistakes and failing. Versus now, people fail all the time. I fail every day. Every day I make mistakes. I say the wrong thing. I do dumb shit. I've had people say to my podcast, I won't listen to Michael's podcast because he said the wrong thing. Yeah, I say the wrong thing because I'm human. But if you won't accept me saying the wrong thing, and you're living life trying to do all the right things, you're probably failing. You're probably never going to get anywhere. Okay, it's just a direct reflection of their own fears and their own judgments. I had to realize that though, that other people are a direct reflection of me and that's what scared me. When I changed the way I thought about things and realized if I'm not afraid, I could just go for it and it's okay to make mistakes, it's okay to fall forward, it doesn't really matter. Then all of a sudden I just went, actually, none of this matters. None of it fucking matters. I'm just trying to figure out what my own life looks like and go and achieve that thing because that's what I'm born to do. And I really believe that we're all born with a purpose and we're all born with a mission. And once I could answer that question, what would I do if I wasn't afraid? And what would I do if money was no object? How would I love to live? Then all of a sudden, boom, things started falling into place and I started stepping up to a level that I haven't stepped up to before.
Okay, so please make sure you go and answer these questions. I might even throw in a fourth question. The fourth question is, what would you do if you were prepared to work every day for 15 to 16 hours a day, every day of the week? What would your life look like? Okay, because most people, they fantasize about some shitty life, which is going to be destructive. Gluttony is one of the seven deadly sins. What does gluttony mean? It's excess. So when someone thinks, you know what, I would just love to go sit on a beach, travel the world, have no responsibilities, just travel around and do nothing, that there is gluttony. It's one of the seven deadly sins because it will lead you to suffer. Bad idea. When you say, I want to travel around the world and I want to be able to work and I want to be able to produce something, that's a different story because now you're thinking about the work. You're not thinking about the fantasy or the delusion or the escape. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope this helps. If you've enjoyed this episode, please make sure you rate this podcast. Just click on the little star review on whatever app you're listening to it on. Please make sure you do that star review. It only takes two to three seconds. It's on every app, whatever app you're listening to it on. You just got to click on it. If you are listening to this on a computer or some sort of a device, you'll be able to find that star review on there. Please, it helps us get this out to more people. And I really do appreciate every one of you who have done this in the past. Thank you so much for rating the podcast. If you've enjoyed this, please share it with other people as well. Let's get this out to as many people as we possibly can. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. And I look forward to you joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur.